In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. Every pass, shot, and dribble is immediately consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, blood, and tears, real legacies. Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? You already know when and where to find these moments of unscripted, pure entertainment. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. Black Tech Green Money isn't just about telling the stories of successful black entrepreneurs. It's also about giving actionable and wealth building strategies that help you protect the future of our communities. That's why we're pleased to be supported by State Farm Insurance. State Farm also believes that we must invest in our communities to achieve economic growth by sponsoring programs like the AXO which rewards high school students for their academic achievements. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. All right, so there we were, cruising through the new open-air zoo, when I realized that the park was closing in like 15 minutes. Luckily, we were in my Nissan Rogue. With its powerful VC turbo engine, well, we had time to see all the animals. And outrun a few! Drive the Nissan Rogue. Got my Prevna 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us, wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic, and at higher risk. Get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Yeah, what's going on with you, though, man? Man, everything good. Everything blessed, man. Or Yeah, my birthday coming up next week. About to go to what South you doing for? South of Spain. You going to South of Spain? Yeah. South of Spain? Yeah, fuck the South of France. South of Spain. <laughs> South of Spain. Never, it's called Barbella. <laughs> you Googled it, didn't you? I'm going to go to the South Side after this. <laughs> <laughs> what you doing out there? You going to be on your tour and shit? It's eight days. Me and all my friends, we all going out there. Me and all your friends. He's taking the Magic Johnson trip. He's going to take the boat with all this, man. Hey, all right. Yeah, I definitely need the tips. Y'all taking the Magic Johnson trip? <laughs> How are you turning? Every, every year, he takes a bunch of dudes yeah, out. Welcome to the club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where you at with it? 39? 39? Yeah, yeah. How you feel about 40? I can't wait. Really? Is this here? I can't wait. No, it's... Shit. No, I just turned 39. Oh, when you were... When's your birthday? Get your last drink. No, I ain't. I'm playing with you. 
No, it's just dope to see a motherfucker celebrating that 39. After 39 birthdays, you just like, leave me alone. <laughs> what you want to do for I your birthday? Go to sleep. I don't want to do shit. I think that's the best birthday because you know exactly what the fuck you probably want. Yeah. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like this shit, south of, south of Spain, that ain't no... They can't come up with that at 20. Yeah. <laughs> Eight days? Yeah. It's like a 13 hour flight, so. You gotta yeah. make it work. Hell yeah. Yeah. We take you some over there, don't, don't no, just chance my, it. My 10 of us. No, I'm saying. It's a group, it's a group. And then we gonna leave from there, we gonna stop in uh, Paris. Because that's one thing no they, don't, they don't be advertising. No insurance like, for that. Nah. International travel be beautiful than motherfuckers, but the women be like, hey man. Black man. Where the women at? <laughs> Where the women? What you mean? Shit. They be lying, bro. They be trying to make it seem like what these armies just got all type of beautiful, exotic women on them. No, the they fuck take they don't. They don't. You don't even see no women on you them be, beaches you, you except be the ones who been selling them Cuban cigars and shit, them bracelets. <laughs> Them little chains, bro. Right, they put that necklace on me. Nobody. I hate that shit. Them niggas put that necklace on you. It's yours. Like, it's yours. $15. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. They start working their way down. Yeah. Ten, five, seven. Yeah. You, you don't have five? <laughs> you feel bad about your situation. 50 right. cent. That's the one thing about that travel. You got to take yourself with you. If you. I mean, if you just, like, hang out and sightsee and shit. But so, so you saying bring your sand to the beaches a minute? Take that shit to the beach. Nigga, <laughs> <laughs> you got a sandbox. Hey, I'm telling you, take that shit. Yeah. Take you some sand to the beach. And you fucking around and be in the parking lot. <laughs> right. You and eight grown men in one butt, they ain't gonna do it. <laughs> in the island breeze. <laughs> Y'all over there with two raw joints. That's it. The little ones, too. Mama, <laughs> mama. Right. You know shit bad when you hear a nigga, when the liquor come out, and nigga be like, man, I don't even drink. I don't even be drinking like that. Not like that. That's what's up, though. South of France. What'd you say the shit called again? Spain. Oh, my bad. Why the fuck did you even say friends? I would have never thought that. My bad. I didn't say friends? No, 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 because everybody always say South of Yeah, friends. they always do. Yeah. So he's like, I'm just going to do some other shit. Mm-hmm. South of Spain. Never heard nobody play that before. Fuck mm-hmm. up the world. Mediterranean. Then go to South Ukraine. <laughs> 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 hey, little tour guy, he trying to convince you everything good. No, it's good. It's good. It's good. Oh, no, 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 Not for you. Not for you. This is not for you. They're not shooting. They're not shooting. They're not shooting. Hey, these guys, these guys, don't say anything to them. These guys, dickheads, dickheads, all of them. <laughs> Ukraine, bro. That shit still going on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I didn't think the shit was going to last this long. You don't even hear about it no more. That's the crazy they, thing. They're trying to get rid of it. They well, they're trying to end it by the winter. Remember, like, you heard 24 hours on the news now. Yeah, because it's not yeah, stopping. Yeah, because I think part of that shit is too, like, you know the U.S., we be trying to act like we we the hands off. We ain't had nothing. Bro, we the niggas that lead the guns. Go on, go on. And be like, man, you know the niggas was talking crazy. Mm-hmm. Supply. That's a fact. I don't know what you're going to do. <laughs> but, nah, so they just be trying to, I think, have So you got Russia right here, and then Ukraine right here, and then 
the USA just sitting at the table like DMX on belly. <laughs> <laughs> Wise and lucky. Yo, you gonna let that nigga talk to you like that? No, <laughs> <laughs> you ain't gonna let this nigga. <laughs> that is, that's, that's about it, though. I didn't think the shit was gonna last this long because, like, who you was rooting for? Tell the truth. Now the shit been going on for a little bit. <laughs> Everybody, who you, come on, we gotta do it. Who, who you thought was gonna win this shit? Who you got your money on, Russia versus Ukraine? Who I was rooting for? Who rooting for? <laughs> right. Are we recording? <laughs> right, don't show this, man. We, we turn that music recording. up so we can't use it. Nigga, <laughs> <laughs> we all gonna be with Brittany Grant. Nah, 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 we gonna be sitting there with that bitch like, y'all wanna run a game right quick? <laughs> Check up. We all be here. We all but be I didn't here. know it was gonna last. Because I feel like Russia had like a real military, yeah. and then they was just fighting people, just motherfuckers who was off work that day. What's up? <laughs> like they didn't even have no guns. Motherfuckers was just throwing dishes out the kitchen and shit. No, but but this is the thing though. This is the thing with Ukraine. Ukraine used to be part of the USSR when they was Russia. Right. So they was the motherfuckers that had all the nukes. So they were supposed to give their nukes up so they could be part of the NATO shit. Yeah. They say they gave them up, but. Them niggas wasn't all supposed to, and the deal with Putin was the NATO wasn't supposed to come no further to the east. Oh. And they came to Ukraine. They over there now. So they got a whole motherfucker. They killed a bunch of people in Ukraine and put some Russian people there. That's why he talked about Ukraine yeah. and Russia. It's crazy. And the funny thing about these two countries fighting each other is these motherfuckers ain't scared of each other, nigga. Like, they doing old shit that you only see in the movies. Like, motherfuckers run out of bullets. They just meeting up in the street having fist fighting. <laughs> Real shit. No, they doing petty shit. They on some Chirac shit. They call the nigga mama. <laughs> had on FaceTime. They called the nigga mama, dog. They had a dude captured or whatever. They called his mom. Like, got this nigga. Put your titties on the phone. <laughs> Are we gonna kill him? Let me see them titties. Are we gonna kill him? <laughs> Titties on the phone. Yeah, man. <laughs> Who'd you have? Who, who was you rooting for? On the low? Yeah. Turn the music up a little bit. Yeah, turn it up as much. No, it, I, like, it was just one of them classic scenarios where I kind of wanted to see the people win. Because mm. they wasn't prepared at all. Yeah. And they going up against the whole, like, all this technology and drones yeah, and shit. Dog. Yeah. Yeah, and they just grabbing shit out the shed, like. Axes and shit. That was crazy. Yeah, you know I got to poke with them. And I love to see the little videos coming out where they be stealing the tanks and shit. Yeah. So I, I was, I was like, this kind of ghetto. Yeah. I'm fucking with you. you know, I like when they was like they brought all the guns and they were just handing them out to the to the like, civilians. Like, yeah, they were just fire. walking outside. The dude was bringing his lunch every day. Yeah. But I didn't like how they were treating Africans out there. Mm. That was trying to get out the country. Yeah. You seen that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. But I fuck with Ukraine because they president used to be a comedian. Hold up, wait a That's minute. A Why the yeah. fuck was the Africans in Ukraine it was, anyway? It was like a, a medical program, like to, so like they sent like a bunch of African students out there for medical school. See? Yeah, they was killing Some them. places black it's people are not supposed to be. No, they was all laid out, bro. Yeah, it's messed up. Nah, fuck that. We supposed to be everywhere. Nah, not in Ukraine. We came everywhere. Yeah. Some, I'm just saying, you kind of right, but then it's like, it makes sense not to be there. It definitely makes sense not to be there. It mm-hmm. sounds like a trick. Just imagine you in Africa, you big chilling. And the white people show up and be like, we got something for you in Russia. No, nigga. Too cold there. Nah. Africans ain't even built for Russia. Nah. Yeah, that shit ain't too different from here, though. But I'm saying, nigga, that first snow gonna freeze the shit out them niggas. Shit, when they have a nigga go to from Florida. That's why they said they try to end this before the winter. 
Ukraine, that's what the plan is? They're trying to, that's what the president of Ukraine, because he's looking at it from a standpoint, like, if it gets cold and we have no oil, we fuck. It's over. They're going to freeze it up. you going to freeze it up. Fact. And they importing the oil from Russia, so it's like, yo, all right, fuck. Well, this is how war, this how war work, though, man. <laughs> they ain't gonna stop importing the shit. They still gonna sell it to them. Uh, think about it. It's tricky. Nigga, Every stop time sending my ass overseas. Who? Stop sending my <laughs> ass overseas, nigga. I want some oil from right here, nigga. Some Texas oil. We get, we got oil here. We send our oil over there. They send their oil over here for what, my nigga? Give me the, the Texas shit. Give me the Louisiana shit. Give me the shit they got in California that they make look like buildings. Texas I don't know about that one. Don't know. <laughs> I don't know about that one, bro. It's too many, it's too many vulnerable spots in Texas. Let the, let Mexico find out Texas ain't a part of the US. <laughs> you ever been to West? Cartel finna be in that motherfucker so motherfucking quick, Tejas. <laughs> Yeah. It's Tejas Cartagena. <laughs> <laughs> this shit ain't Texas no more, baby. <laughs> All right, it's so obvious that they stole Texas, bro. Now they like we sitting there talking about it. They ain't even really changed the name that much. Texas, Mexico, Texas. Come on, it's, it's spelled it's, without the ex. See, right? Now they got real flavor with New Mexico. Imagine somebody taking your shit and then like. It's the new it's, one. It's the new it's one. The, the new 85 something. <laughs> oh, I seen that. I'm telling you, I seen the clip pop up. I was like, these niggas in the trap. In the, in the two numbers. 13 South. I said, nigga, 13 <laughs> on the roadway. All right, J-O-N, I think it's about that time for us to at least get ready to start getting ready. Everybody get in your places, please. <laughs> this is the pre-show. Yeah, that part was... You see how we switched the whole mood? Yeah, that was just dope to just hear some black men talking about some worldly affairs and shit. Mm-hmm. Anything else we should discuss? Y'all ready for the recession? You gotta be ready. All right, think about it for a minute. I forgot that's in your lane. You. <laughs> just wait, just hold, just hold that one for me. Hold, hold, that, hold that thought for me. I forgot you know what that's you're a good one. You know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> What y'all spending money on these days, black people? Nigga, uh, everybody took the same breath. <laughs> Besides gas. Travel, that's, that's what we spend money on. Travel. The experiences, travel. right? Yeah. yeah. And work, we travel working. all the time. We be in Atlanta, people think we live out here. Come out here like every other week. Could have sworn y'all lived out here. Everybody. Why don't. y'all don't live out here? I'm trying. Why well, does come on and be a part of the ecosystem, man? You ain't got to stay all the time. Nah. You can let me stay at your shit when you ain't. <laughs> Turn that shit into an Airbnb. They finna get rid of the party. <laughs> yeah, they, they cut back on those out here. Yeah, Airbnbs. Yeah, they yeah, try yeah. to. Yeah. Two they just stopped. Yeah, now they banning uh, parties in Airbnb. Yeah. No parties? No parties. Yeah, they say, yeah, they put it in the contract, and what they gonna do is if you violate it, they um, take you off Airbnb, the person who's listing the house. Oh, so it's your fault. If somebody throws a party in your crib. Yeah, so yeah. now you gotta enforce it now. Went too far. How you gonna enforce it, though? It's tough. I, I guess the ring cameras. Oh, the ring shit. cameras, they, they got them at the front, they can see who's going in the house. What classifies a party? Like, more than 10 people? That's a good question. Three to five? I got a guess. I think if you make a flyer. <laughs> nigga make a flyer, bro. Like, like niggas get together can get out of control, nigga. <laughs> We're having a kickback. That's a good question, though. What, what? They might have to specify it. Cause what does? 
Yeah. I dispute that shit. Be like, it wasn't a party. We had a little soiree. <laughs> Dinner party. Come on now. We had a soiree. What? That was it. Yeah. We had a function. It was a rendezvous. Was a oh, man. It was a meetup. <laughs> we had a meet and greet. Meet and greet. <laughs> I like that. I like that. <laughs> I like that. We had a mixer. Mixer. That's better. That's probably the best title. Mm-hmm. It was a mixer. You gotta get better with your words. Yeah, yeah. Language is important. Language it was a mixer. Language is very no important. No alcohol was served. <laughs> we just smoked a lot. Hey man, you miss teaching? I still teach. It's but a different like, subject. You mean teaching kids? Uh, I really. You teaching grown people now? Kids too. They're the pair, the kids is watching. Same way the adults is watching. Man, get that weed smoke off him while we talk about the kids. <laughs> Talking about the kids. My kids gonna see this shit. They, they are. are. <laughs> they are. It's a filter. <laughs> I need no fucking bubble boy over me. Where the 85 South name come from? Obviously, I know the highway, but where, why I call it 85 South? You ain't see what 85 South do? That shit just be running through the city. Mm. Yeah, we right there. We, it's the heart of the city. That's what we, you know what I'm saying? Sure. Not just in Atlanta, though. Yeah. We right there in the middle of the world. You feel me? Love it. 85 South, shit. Love it. We done took this shit all around the world. People who never even been on 85 South. Did y'all think it was going to get that big when y'all first did it? It ain't even as big as I thought it was going to get yet. Yeah, this motherfucker, this is crazy, though. Love it. It's what not as big as you thought it was going to get yet. Too. Because in my mind, it's still... it's still The vision, you already had it. It's still bigger. Yeah. I'm still seeing it how I saw it. It's you get what I'm saying? From the beginning, though. You yeah. saw it from the beginning. There's always beginning. more people to reach. Three dudes yeah. on one table. Did the, did the highway department ever reach out to y'all? Like, what you mean? Like, 85 South. Like, that's the highway. <laughs> they never hit you? Like, yo. <laughs> I don't know yet. I didn't know the Department of Transportation. Where's the legal team? Had a social media. <laughs> <laughs> we would love to work with uh, the Department of Transportation, <laughs> I guess. What state? Know. What state's eighty five South cover? A lot of a lot, bro. Yeah, that's just, it's not a lot, really. You you, you in logistics? From yeah, North yeah, Carolina, it's like all way up the. Um, I know it's gonna Like the top of North Carolina, North Carolina for sure. North Carolina all the way to fucking Florida. Florida? No, not Florida. Florida is seventy five South. Yeah. 85 South. Like George, here, probably here. Yeah, Alabama, here. Alabama. I think it stops at like the top of North Carolina. Okay. And it turns into 77, I think. And 95 North. It don't matter. 95 go from New York all the way. I-95. Yeah, to Florida. Yeah, they do. Try to survive on 95. The 10, that's east to west, that's Texas. Yeah. Hell yeah. Heavy traffic. <laughs> it makes sense. What made y'all go with Earn Your Leash? He needed a hashtag. He was having his own social media campaign. Word. <laughs> yeah, he was trying to like be a financial advisor. He needed a hashtag. I was like, I got one for you. I was like, Earn Your Leisure. It was kind of like synonymous like of us being in a place and people think we didn't work hard for anything we had. Who thought that? A lot of people. I'm sure people think that what y'all do is easy. Like, until they try to do it. Until they try to yeah, do it. Yeah. And then they realize like how hard it is to do. They'll never try like, to do it. Well, they gonna try. They'll Monday morning sideline. Oh, I need it. I can do that shit if I but they don't realize how hard y'all work. Like I told them before, like, if nothing else fails, like we know that y'all coming. <laughs> y'all gonna show up every single day. So yeah. you've earned some of the freedoms that you have, which is really the, the phrase, earn your freedom. 
Leisure. Got to. Because this looked like leisure, but it's not. This was earned. Loki, that leisure is some freedom. You can do shit where you want to. Yeah. <laughs> That's the ultimate freedom. That's yeah. the only kind of freedom that really matters. Like, you can't, if you can't move how you want to move, you're not free. Yeah. That would be the perfect spot to tell them. Welcome back to the 85 <laughs> Show. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh, I done watched y'all change so much since we started recording this show. Your hair done grew back. <laughs> hair done grew back. Pandemic over. Damn, we done been through so much. The ups, the downs. You done been in two relationships since you started watching this. Not counting all the people you done fucked with. But it's been two whole relationships. Some of y'all got pandemic babies that's walking, talking, going in the refrigerator right now. That's how we living over here. Did you know that the 85 South Show was voted the number one podcast amongst black men that prefer black women? We know our audience well. Outstanding. We know our Outstanding. audience well. Bro. Outstanding. And this is the number one show amongst black women who wear slides most of the time. <laughs> Mostly it show. Very important too. Very important. It's very important. Stay season too. I see a few slides right right now actually. Why would I lie to you? Oh yeah. It makes sense. Oh, yeah. Why would I lie to you? Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> we got some very special guest in the house with us today. Bruh, last time these dudes was on the show, they didn't made triple their net worth since they left. I know because I keep up with them. Uh, <laughs> I know it's money in the building. I don't know what you've been doing or what you need to start doing, but if you don't have nobody in your life that's going to tell you to do some shit right, this who you need to link up with right here because they changing people's lives and breaking the game down and helping people do it along the way. None other than Earn Your Leisure in here today. Oh, this going to be me up. I don't got to work hard today. <laughs> I already know they're going to put me up on so much game. I need it. <laughs> Welcome Always Thank good you. to be here. Thank Always you, welcome back. Man, that's, that's what I'm saying. Y'all don't even feel like guests, man. I feel like this supposed to happen right, it's, quarterly. It's, it's family. Or whenever y'all in Atlanta, y'all supposed to stop through here. Sure. It's a fact. Game yeah. us up and make sure that we straight and yeah, we earn it. This is the beginning and the end of the physical. Come, come on, man. Fact. And, and we always bring guests with us. Last time we brought my man Trap. Yeah. I think we introduced you to Trap. Yeah, you did. And yeah. now my now man. Now look at him. Alex, good energy. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Look at him. Shut up, Wall Street. Trap. Alex, know where he is, right? He probably on Wall Street. <laughs> yeah, so today we brought my man Alex, good energy. I know you used to drive trucks, right? Yeah, this is going to be legendary. I didn't know that. You used to drive trucks? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what you do? Nah, nah, never drove a truck. He the teaches, hell you bring that up for him? <laughs> he got a company where he, he teaches people how to um, get in a truck, like own trucks. Oh, not drive them, though. Not drive them. Nah. Oh. You know, yeah, and dispatch, yeah. You fuck with the dispatch? Yeah. Yeah, that's easy. That's some good money if you know how to do that shit. Absolutely. Not good, you got to be efficient with it. You drive 18 wheelers? Yeah. Wow. Like a, a good dispatcher? If she know how to route you and you can make money going either direction, yep. that's the key. It's not to be wasting 
you know, like, don't waste no trips. Yeah, that's a fact. That's yeah. one of the things. Gotta be efficient. Gotta be real efficient. So we got, you know we got a truck? You know we got a truck? Uh-uh. You ever seen it? Yeah. I, ain't see, I seen your truck. I seen it. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I, I don't have one, though. You know what I'm saying? You, did you know that we have a truck? Yeah. All right. We, we need the link. Yeah, yeah. Well, we, we got, got the right guy. We need service. Yeah. Because when we do our shows, man, we got a truck, too. We okay. just didn't put our logo on it. Carries the equipment. Yeah. Okay. Should you should put your logo on it. You think so? Yeah, it's good. It's, it's, like a, it's a billboard. But I don't want nobody to steal it. Nah, nah. Y'all love, y'all got love, man. People love y'all. They gonna take pictures of it, man. Yeah. They gonna take pictures of it. Man, I got this truck out there. Nigga, take that shit back. God damn, they got a show tonight, bro. Take this shit back. I got tickets to that shit tonight. That shit is dope, bro. It's a movie. Every single day, somebody tags us like, yo, we seen it in Mississippi, we seen it in Alabama, Arkansas, New York. Like, it's a moving billboard. It's like they know you coming to town. It's gonna be perfect. Absolutely. 85% is. See, now motherfuckers gonna be in the comments like, bro, when you get it, let me drive this. <laughs> <laughs> I need a driver. Pull over. I see my sister. Yeah. Yeah. Man, get me out this motherfucker. That shit off the track. Yeah. Take a picture, nigga. <laughs> sure. That's what's up. That trucking industry. That's a hell of an industry, man. Yeah. $800, $800 billion a year. Yeah. You know, and it's crazy when even when the pandemic happened, we were talking about the pandemic earlier. Everything shut down. Except them the trucks truck. kept running, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, the truck got all the shit on them. Yup. You wanna see a real pandemic, let them trucks stop. Then you'll see a pandemic for real. When ain't no food in the supermarket and stuff like that, you know? For real. Yeah. That's why I got into it. I was like, man, I used to throw parties, all that cool stuff. It was cool. I was like, all right, I gotta get into something that is gonna be here forever, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I fucks with it though. That's what I used to deliver too. Turkey parts to the fucking uh to the place that make the sandwich meat. The boys had? Nah, like uh, Lewis Rich. Oh. <laughs> I ain't want to say the name, but oh. <laughs> <laughs> <watched> my hand. <laughs> Lewis Rich gonna be in the comments. No, he didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who the fuck up, Lo. Nah, that shit was crazy. Dead turkey head on that lawn, man. Nah, one day I had delivered some shit. I delivered some shit out there, right? And I seen where they keep all them all the fucking birds and shit, right? It's like these motherfuckers know they about to be sandwich meat. Cause you would think it'd be a lot of noise and squawking and feathers and shit everywhere. They just be sitting there like. Like in the cages and all that? Like they know it's their turn. That affected you? Do you ain't want to eat it no more? Nah, <laughs> fuck that. I was like, dude, that's what they look like. That night. They so delicious. That night. <laughs> that night. I'm so glad they was at peace. <laughs> <laughs> that shit didn't affect me in no way. I was trying to figure out a way to get me some free meat out that motherfucker. <laughs> My heart don't Niggas work like that, man. I ain't never looked at nothing and felt bad for eating it. Except a lady. <laughs> a human. <laughs> a few pieces I wish I wouldn't have ate. <laughs> Just because I feel like she got something to hold against me, you feel me? Potentially. Yeah. I'm just feel like, she was like, yeah, when you ate my pussy, like, ah, I should have did it. Gotta be careful. You gonna be like that. Ungrateful. Oh, really? That's how you gonna act? <laughs> that ain't even an insult no more. You weren't saying that when you was eating my pussy. <laughs> yeah, Neither were you. That's that DMX kid. Kendrick Lamar song. What? Yeah, yeah, that's the yeah, smoke yeah. Fuck you. You got the movie or the video, I ain't seen it yet. You got a video for that song? I think his song put, like, he was doing a screening for it. Oh, wow. I ain't seen it. But, that's, yeah. that's his function. 
In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. When the NBA championship is on the line, every pass, every shot, and every dribble is immediately, undeniably consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, real blood, and real tears. Trust me, I know what it takes to bring home a championship ring. The regular season is tough, but these games are a completely different level. Now is the time when legacies are made. The best team will bring home the Larry O'Brien Trophy and add their name to basketball history. Will we see a battle between marquee franchises or will we see a new champion crowned? Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? These are the moments of unscripted, pure entertainment that only happen on the hardwood. You've waited all season for this. It's time to take it to the next level. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Moments like seeing my son's team cheer him on mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer or MBC, which is breast cancer that is spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, Palbociclib. Ibrance 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR positive HER2 negative NBC as the first hormonal based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrance and visit Ibrance.com. Ibrance may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrance may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrance, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Got my PrevNA 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us, wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic, and at higher risk. Get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar 20. 
Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. What's been up, man? Shit, man. Working, bro. Moving around the world, trying to get like y'all. What you mean, trying to get like me? <laughs> you making big plays out here in these streets. Y'all trying to get, we trying to do y'all shit. Y'all supposed to tell us how to navigate. Oh, man. Hell yeah. This, uh, climbing we in. Nah, it's a, it's, a, it's a good time, man. It's a good time. I see y'all had Steve on the show. Yeah, y'all ain't even telling my name. Don't clap. Don't clap. No, nobody clap. Don't clap. Nobody clap. I don't know who the fuck Messia is. Messia. <laughs> the 85ers went ham in the comments. I don't know who Messia is. We still trying to figure out who yeah. Messia is. Carlos I, Messia. When, when it happened. Apparently, he's a Mexican comic that used to be real popular. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, there's no question who he is. You know who he is, but, but you don't know. has nothing to do with this program. Yeah, when he said. What happened? He said. Yeah. What happened? So he was giving them props. And right. he was giving, like, oh, yeah. And he said everybody's name. And then he was like, DC and um, Chico and Mancina. And I'm like, well, he ain't say Lowe's name. So I thought it was an inside I joke because y'all had name. between each other. You think me and Steve just keep it back, making inside joke? I see you, Mancina. I get it. I'm like, damn, why you calling that? And then the comments was like, who the fuck is that? I'm like, man, oh. seeing them boys. I was like, damn. I did Stevon Harvey. Stevon. Stephen. Nah, that's my dog. Shout out to Steve Harvey. Oh. He might just have one of them. Here we go. Bro, he, oh, he, 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 he do a lot. He, bro, he got two out of three. He, he, he got two oh, out of three. He do a lot. He yeah. probably had the other, you know what I'm saying? He said right. the group name. Right. right. So that counts. Yeah. Y'all did it. Yeah. 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 I, I'm not sure. Ryan, the only person that was clapping. <laughs> Shout out to Steve. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Steve Harvey. So clap. Yeah. yeah, man. Steve, cool. He that dude. I ain't mad at all. Yeah. At least he knew it was three people. <laughs> <laughs> On the brighter note. <laughs> now, what we got to do to get this truck game jumping? Man, you know, what I like about trucking is so many ways to get into it. You know, that's what I love about it. You can get in as a fleet owner. Some people ain't in a position to buy a truck right now. You know, all the prices are inflated right now. So, you know, dispatching is like a game changer. I show people, I'm showing people how to like dispatch. You know, it's like pretty, you know what a dispatch is, but for the people that don't know, I would, I would compare it to like air traffic control to an airplane, the people that, you know, negotiate the loads, the people that tell the driver what time to be there, the address to pick up and all that good stuff. So, you know, dispatching is a dope way that you can get in. To say he got a truck, but he don't got time to be dispatching his truck. He ain't got time to deal with his driver. Um, he you don't. As, right? You as a dispatcher, you can dispatch his truck for him and get 10% of whatever his truck make. Right? So if you ain't got the money to buy a truck, you can literally just dispatch the truck, get 10%. So if you make his truck $8,000 in a week, right, gross, you get $800 off of that. But just imagine if he had like a fleet of trucks, five trucks, and you dispatching five trucks at $8,000 a week, 800 times five times four weeks. You know what I'm saying? So a lot of people are getting in the game who don't got the capital to buy a truck right now. And, and right now is not really a good time to buy a truck. Like, I'm gonna just be real with you. It's, trucks that was $50,000 last year is like 80, 90 right now. Yeah, well, you better buy them before they be 200. <laughs> yeah, you waiting on the price to go down. You got shit fucked up. Ain't shit going down. Once yeah. Coke was a dollar, that bitch was just a dollar and up. Ain't no going back down. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, so you better get in where you fit in right now. 
So, you know, having contracts is, is good right now. You know what I'm saying? You get you a good rate, negotiate you a good rate. Even though the fuel prices is high, they got something called a fuel surcharge. So you'll be able to negotiate a little bit more money with the fuel being so high. But, uh, you know, again, you know, prices is up, fuel is up, but it still ain't going to stop, you know? Yeah. It still ain't going to stop. So I'm going to be doing it forever. I've been doing it for 10 years now. You know, I started off doing it just to get my people out the streets. I had so many cousins that was in the streets. They still I, out there. Yeah, but a lot. They didn't even say anything trying to get my people out the streets. Hey. Them niggas never left. Are <laughs> <laughs> oh, you doing your little thing with the truck, huh, cuz? <laughs> Man, come fuck yeah. with me. Nah, nah, these streets need me, my nigga. <laughs> nah, for sure. <laughs> Can't leave the streets alone, need you. That's just, that's, see, that's ironic, though. He started a trucking business to get his people out the streets. Trucks ride on the streets. They was gonna be in the streets anyway. We gonna get them off the streets and on the road. But you know what's so crazy? <laughs> that's a fact. You know what's so crazy though? Like, that's why I love our platform. Cause like, before I met him, I never even thought about trucks as being a business. I just looked at trucks as just, it's on the road. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that's so many different, mobile homes. We did somebody with mobile homes. I never even thought about mobile homes. Vending machines. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I never seen anybody take money out of a vending machine. Ever in life. Mm-hmm. Think about it. Have you? Hell yeah. What Have type you? of life have you been living? You see, <laughs> I've never seen somebody own the vending machine and yeah. take the money. I, I, see, I, see, I, I, know, I think I know the way you talk about it. Not like that. You talking about like... No, no. I'm talking about actually <laughs> owning the vending machine. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. You talking about the other way. Nah, I seen <laughs> take it out. I just never knew who owned it. I've yeah. seen people taking the money and I was like, damn, that's a lot of singles. And then they go, but you never know who owns it. Yeah. And so I they collect it. when I was a kid, right? Yeah. I was at the laundromat. This fucking dude came in, he had a key to all them shits, and he had a big-ass bag of quarters. Mm. And these was the old vending machines, so he he had just one key for everything. He opened that shit, got some more quarters out there, and it was a stack of dollars. I was like, he rich. I'm a kid, though. Yeah, but you was, like I said, I never seen that. But it's like that on purpose, because you never, it's done so you can never think about that. You think about what they want you to think about. But you don't, you don't think about business. So now it's like now we can actually think about business because we got people like him, every industry, where they actually not only showing that you, they do this, but they giving you the game on how to do it. Yeah. So it's like unlocking a secret code. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because it's like, damn, I, I always bought clothes my whole entire life. I never knew the business behind merch. I never knew how you actually make merch, profit margins, how you, sh- I just, we just buy clothes. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Even mm-hmm. entertainment. Like, we just watch entertainment. We just listen to music. We never understood the business behind it. Like, damn. So now it's like a whole new form of education where it's like a tidal wave. Every single thing is just getting like, oh, this is how you do that. That's a business. I can do this. I can do that. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, this is like the first time in a, ever that this much information is out there. Yeah. Yeah. You knew about trucks, but what was you doing? Oh, I was just fucking off. No, 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 no. What was you doing, though? You was, you was driving, driving, right? So that's what they limited us to for so long. When you think trucks, you just think, oh, I got to drive the truck. That's, that's, that's what we was held to thinking that that's what trucking was. Oh, they got a great pitch when you, when you go to that fucking school. Though. Right, right. But see, I wasn't in a position to drive. Like, I'm not good with driving long distances. I fall asleep. Yeah, after three hours, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ain't so, need you but I ain't use that. <laughs> That's a fact, and I know that. So I was like, look, I wanted to get in the game, but I got to figure out a different avenue. How you know it's three hours? Because I'll be driving to Charlotte sometimes, and right when I get to Charlotte, I'm like, yep, that's it. Oh. Can't do it. Cuts off. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Because the beauty of it is like what what Shai's talking about and what Alex is talking about is like, yeah, you can watch him do it, but people are watching y'all do it. Like we talked about that last time. You're like, nah, nah I don't tell these people, but they're literally watching y'all do it, right? Y'all got merch. 
y'all have a show, y'all have a show, y'all doing live events, and now you got a network of people that signed to you. And so they're watching you create businesses when they thought like, oh, these guys are just comedians. Nah, they're actually businessmen that are building infrastructure in real time. And so people that are coming to watch the events, they see like the show, the entertainment part, but there's a business structure that's behind it. So You're y'all doing it too. You're trying to expose shit. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you always do it? <laughs> Nah, I need to be celebrated. It's important. It definitely needs to be talked about. I mean, if they're going to have slides and watch your show, they need to know. What? They don't need to know the business of this shit. (laughs) Figure it out, y'all. They're going to be in there Googling shit. You know, Carlos get $1,000 every time he say bitch, right? (laughs) That's crazy. That nigga's sponsored by the dictionary. (laughs) Big bitch. Big bitch. And this bitch segment brought to you by... Pitch.com. <laughs> we taking you out the group chat. <laughs> we telling everything. Then y'all got a network of people saying to you, who? Who? Who signed the death row? Shout, shout out to Poor Minds. <laughs> Great show, by the way. Shout out to our brother 19 Keys on there. Shout out to them. Yeah. Shout out to them. Ryan with the soul clap. Yeah. <laughs> he holding it down, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but we, you know, we always try to. Expand the business part of it. Because, you know, the entertainment part of it is there. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, why the fuck would we be around all these great-minded people who have a great network, who actually do business on the upfront and not try to connect and network, put pieces where they need to be and make it all make sense? Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's it. Shout out to the whole team, though. Everybody over here holding it down. We're going to keep expanding our empire, too. We just dropped some onesies for the babies. Kids love this. I'm talking about some onesies for the newborns. The kids love this show. People send us videos each and every day of the babies sitting there just kicking the feet, laughing. I don't know if they understand the joke, so it's the sound of our voice. (laughs) What do you think? Uh, the sound of your voice. Probably. They, they, they got a favorite character it's that they common like. to the babies. Yeah, 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 for sure. I'm going to just come in here and sit on the couch and just talk for an hour just for the kids. Read some Dr. Seuss or some shit. Nah, he races. We came. Nah, uh, yeah. Damn. got to think of another author. We'll find some. You can read anything. Yeah, you right. Fuck it. Make sure. Kids like stories. So, man, you done really blew up. You modeling this shit now. Right? <laughs> right. I see you. you wear like four outfits a day now. <laughs> you know what, man? I just, Troy ain't want to say nothing. I, mean, this year, man, <laughs> I just felt like I just wanted to be a fashion icon. So. <laughs> what are some of your inspirations, bro? We're not going to let you just be out here without supporting you and shit like that. Who you? Who, who, inspired you, who are you inspired by? The 90s. Everybody, like that 90s era, New York, Nas. Raekwon, like that drug dealer type of late 80s, early 90s, mid 90s. That's that's my inspiration. Drug dealers. Yeah, Yeah. and rappers. It was the flyest ones. Yeah. But you know what's so crazy though? Like, I'm gonna be honest, because that is a major inspiration, but I feel like now we can flip it and we're not selling drugs. We positive, we're doing legal things, but we still like the fly era. Mm -hmm. So it's like, you can get that, you can get the girls, you can do everything, but you can do it without risking your life, without risking your freedom. So it's important for people to see it because it's like, if if we just wore suits every day, there's people that might not be able to understand what what we're talking about. Mm -hmm. So now they seem like, damn, he looked like 
Us. Somebody I aspired to be. Yeah. Now you look like the promoter, the one they pay you when you get there. <laughs> that, that is important. What y'all doing tomorrow? I got a day party. <laughs> Nothing moves without promoters. Yeah. That's, a That's a fact. That's a fact. That's a fact. Yeah. That's a fact. Ask, Come from that. Ask Alex. Ask Sincere. Shout out to AG. <laughs> right. Uh, but yeah, so, you know, but it's too, it's about having fun with it, bro. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like we at a point now where I was just talking to oh, my guy Toby. You know him, Toby the Wigway? Mm-hmm. I was telling, I'm, I'm trying to put... He the, said he ain't coming to the trap if he can't bring his kids. I was like, bro, like bring them. all the kids. <laughs> bring everybody who been in your video with you. <laughs> we gonna change the color here, He too. think we ain't gonna put the weed up if the kid's here. He don't even know. Everybody over here got kids. Yeah. You bring... I bring mine. This right. is the only time I get this smoke. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's why we shoot so many episodes. Yeah. 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 So, so if you bring episode. the kids, we're going to put the weed in the car. Relax. Shit. Shout out to Toby. That's my Toby. dude, man. But now yeah. I was telling him, like, I was trying to A&R a song. I, I met some, some guys out in L.A. that I, I rock with. And he was like, yo, you crazy for doing this, bro. Like, this is what you're doing with your time. I respect it. Because this is for me just having fun. Like, you know what I mean? It's like we got a point now where we got so many relationships. We got an audience. It's like, just go left when everybody going right. So I'm like, all right, we talking about finance, we talking about money, but I want to be a fashion icon. So I just decided to be a fashion icon one day. <laughs> Do it. You know, it's a simple fashion icon. Yeah, That's the type of shit I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. So just be it. Just be it. That's a fact. You can Why be with it. A lot of shit you just got to do. Yeah. That's yeah. a fact. Like, and and no, say it. And say no it. Yeah. Once you, say, you say it enough times, yeah. Nobody they gotta believe it. Why not? said he was the best rapper alive until everybody said he was the best rapper alive. Mm. Jay Z, when he said Biggie, Jay Z, and Nas, nobody was putting him in that category. Right. He put himself in that category. And he even surpassed it. When right. He's like best rapper. When you say some stuff mm-hmm. enough and you really believe it, yep. people gotta like. Jada like, do it too. Jada do it too. He be like top five, dead or alive. alive. Yeah, it don't yeah. matter. You know what I'm saying? So when you hear Jada, you you automatically think that. My yeah. boy Rob Hayes. Shout out to Rob Hayes. Said yeah. all you need is for two people to say it. Yeah. That's, That's it. people. That's that's they said, so if I say it, somebody else say it. one more. That's people. That's yeah. Right. Yeah. That's how you build it. But you got to have the audacity to believe it. Right? Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, yo, I really believe that. I'm walking in. I'm a talking it. And then just the following one will come. Yeah. So when he says that, it's like, all right, bet. He is. Why not? Who's, yeah. who's to say he's not? Yeah. Basically. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> Don't even get me started. <laughs> That's how we sitting right here today. Mm-hmm. You got to say some shit so unbelievable. You got to do something that nobody thinks that you can do. Welcome back to the 85 South <laughs> Show. <laughs> Keep this picture of Marvin Gaye here this long. Legendary. Ain't nobody else doing that. He's looking at us? Legendary. He's definitely looking at us. Marvin's mm-hmm. always looking. That's a fact. That's why I said. You said the dream that you, not even the dream, the vision you had, hasn't even been reached yet. Not yet. But that's the belief in it. Like, this shit gonna be bigger than Harry Potter, man. Believe it. Mm. I do. Yeah, I know that. I, I vision this, this shit so big, I don't even, I'm not even sure there's enough black people in America to fuck with this for it to be as big as I see it. We might have to go to, like... I even might. South America and, and Africa, too. You gotta go global. No, you have to go global. I know yeah. what I'm saying, like, in a grand scale, like... 
They already rock. In up. Africa, we got to be as big as Wiz Kid. In Africa, we got to be as big as Wiz Kid. But in Brazil, we got to be as big as that lady who be on the news with the fat ass twerking. I don't know her name, but she one of the most popular people over there. But she be over there. Everything you saying, that's why that's why Steve Harvey went to Africa. It's like we went to Nigeria, and like. In America, I think there's 70 million black people in America. That ain't enough. So Nigeria is a country with 200 million people, and they're all black. And 80% of the population is under 21. 90% of the population is under 18. So it's like, look at the opportunity. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, look at the opportunity out there. And that's Where just- Where they old people at? What they doing with they old people? They done moved. They, they have babies. No, no. Yeah. They, they can have babies. Yeah. But that's just one country. Right. So I'm saying. You got that's just one country. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Think about all those countries with people that look like us, yeah. but we're not tapping in. Yeah. That's why I say it can't even be like, we have yeah, to. You, you're you're going to do it. Not like we need to. No, we have to be there. We got to be there. We got to. <clears throat> when they ask us what we think of the future, we think world domination. We don't think United States because financial literacy isn't a, a, a country issue. It's not an American issue. It's a world issue. Yeah. And so if we spread... Yeah, we're going to get this shit down and then we're going to move on to something else. I got this. Oh, you got hey, it? No, y'all got this. Got no, it. I'm saying, like, we're going to get the finances right. Yeah. And then we're going to move on to some real, like, some other real shit, too. Yeah. I bet. I'm just saying. I'm just making sure, oh. like, as the black community, <laughs> yeah, we got fact. a plan. Yeah, fact. Yeah. And the, the, the thing is, like, if you think about how bad our people need it here, right, with the lack of education, especially in the financial world, Think about other countries who have don't have the same form of education, right? They need it just as bad, and we got to unify the internet that can spread it. They don't have to go to school anymore. They can watch us on YouTube. They can watch us on their phones. And so the information is rarely available. It's just that they don't have anybody speaking from their perspective, from their respective countries. And so that's why it's important that, like, when I'm like, yo, we have to go to Africa. We got to go to Europe. We got to touch on shit. We got to go to these countries because they need it. But we're not going to go just saying, like, yo, this is our message. We're going to find the people that have the message, link with them, and say, like, all right, we, we, these people are stamped. Like, these are the people from your country that you should be checking in with because they have the gift. Because when we leave, right, when we go back to our respective homes, wherever that's going to be in the world, they'll still be there to give the message out. And, and it's, I said 70. I don't really think that that number is accurate. I think it's less. I think it's a lot less. But the bottom line is that it's not just black people either. Like, mm-hmm. People all over. Right. They need it. White people, Asian people, Spanish people. Like some, we we limit ourselves sometimes to just black. Yep. Mm-hmm. But the whole world, the whole world needs to hear the message because they already they already listen to our music, they already love our, our culture, in mm-hmm. Asia, yeah. in Japan, all of that. Like so, why not export everything else? Why not Absolutely. export things that like they need us? They they need us to be leaders. Yeah. I got I got stopped in the parking lot at the gym. This white dude pulled up on me, and he was like, Troy. I'm like, damn, who's, who's, whose father is this? And he was got out of his car and he was like, look, I just want to tell you, I love what y'all doing. I love what Ernie Lee's doing. I learned so much. And most people would probably think I don't because I'm a white man who comes from privilege. But I come from privilege. I have no idea what to do with this money. I'm watching y'all and y'all are giving us instructions. So don't think that it's just like your community that's watching you. There's people who are like me who are watching you because they have no idea. That was the agent they did assigned to you. <laughs> Yep, it was the agent. That was the agent. <laughs> Thank that you, Agent Smith. scared the shit out of me. I was like, what is <laughs> Troy? <laughs> hey, I've learned a lot we've watching you. We've been watching you for a while. I was uh, looking through your file. I've been watching your show. <laughs> Damn, you're right. 
I got his plate. I got his plate. The men in black. Right. Look yeah. at this light. Is that your car? Nope. No, it's got <laughs> to be multicultural, right. though. We got all kind of people watching this show. Eskimos, yeah. Native Americans, a few of the lost tribes of the Congo. We touch bases, man. I believe it. Yeah, man. I want my shit to be international, like, worldwide, like, out of space and shit. I want this shit to be, like, on one of them space launches. I need somebody to just pull up the 85 South show. Why they going up, yeah. Why they in space? Yeah. I can see it. Yeah. I don't know, bro. You got to dream big. If your dreams don't sound crazy, they ain't big enough. Yeah. Right. And if they don't scare you, if they don't scare you, it ain't big enough either. Really? Yeah, they got, they got, my moves, I gotta be a little scared before I, before I do them. If it ain't, if it ain't a little scary. What's the last scared move you made? Um, I just uh, put 16 acres under contract right there by Turner Hill Mall. You were scared? Yeah. Because yeah. I'm, I'm about to do something that's never been done in, my, in my industry. I'm about to um, do a truck parking lot uh, with about 700 slots for trucks to park at. Because right now it's a problem and it's a shortage of uh, truck parking spaces. Right. So what I did was I identified a problem. And, you know, I've been blessed. I'm in position to, you know, bust some moves right now. So I was like, look, when it's time for me to invest, I got to do something that solves a problem. Um, but, you know, I don't got nobody to, that I know that's done it before. So I don't really got a blueprint. It's like I'm doing it scared, and I'm okay with that because I know everybody that's successful that's around me, they didn't, like, they didn't did something that was a little scary, but it just worked. Because, you know, my boy Neil said all the time, we always worried about what if it don't work, but what if it do work? It's got to work or it's got to work. But if it do work, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's another thing. Yeah, man. You know, the future is coming. Like whether we the like it or not, here. right? Technology is getting better and better. Like we, it was a point where we didn't think that we'd be able to see somebody on the phone. Mm-hmm. Like you ever was young, you saw to see a little girl, and you're like, damn, I wish I could see you right now. And Worst we didn't shit realize they ever came out with. one day we would be in the FaceTime, yo. <laughs> yeah. So I just believe that, you know, the technology is gonna get crazy and crazy. And Tesla, you know, they solving the problem, right? Fuel. Right now, even what was going on in the market right now with fuel. Diesel prices is the highest they ever been in trucking, ever. <clears throat> so a lot of companies aren't positioned to be able to handle that. A lot of them got too much overhead, so now with the fuel prices going up. It's putting a lot of people out of business. So when I did my research, I'm like, damn, the Tesla truck, you don't need no fuel, right? You can get 500 miles on one charge. Then everybody was like, shoot, well, how long is it going to take to charge? I did my research, 30 minutes. How long it take for you? When you was driving them trucks, how long it took for you to go to the truck stop and get fuel? By the time you run inside, pay for it, get you some snacks, use the restroom, come back out, wait in line to get the fuel, how long that took? Like 30, at least 30 minutes, right? So it takes 30 minutes to charge to get an extra 400 miles. Then he, uh, Elon was like, look, I'm putting a million mile guarantee that they ain't gonna break down for a million miles. And I thought it was cap. I'm like, that's not possible. So I'm like, why would he say that the truck ain't gonna break down for a million miles? Well, he put an engine on each axle. So it got four axles on the 18-wheeler. He put an engine, four engines, one on each axle. So three of them break down. Guess what, that one engine is gonna allow that truck to keep going. So it's $180,000. It ain't coming out probably for another year or two. I said, look, I'm making, I'm, I'm, you know, they saying I'm the face of trucking. I gotta get it. I gotta be the guinea pig. So I said, look, I'm gonna be the guinea pig. I'm gonna get it if it works. Cool, I'll be able to share my testimony, let everybody know, look, go get this truck. And if it don't work, I just turn it into a, a learning lesson and use it as a teaching moment. So again, 
I got to put $20,000 down, pay one hundred and eighty for it, and hope that, you know, Elon do what he's supposed to do with it. You know what I'm saying? But again, if it works, then guess what? I did it. I, I'm doing it scared. So a lot of y'all, man, like, you know, don't be afraid to, you know, do it scared. Do it scared. Do it scared. That's a fact. I like that. That's a fact. That's going to get you a meeting with Elon. You're going to be like, I remember that guy. Right? He, he, he black. Right he ain't going to meet I mean, he never, yeah. Nowhere. I'm not going to have to. I'm going to take jacket off. I'll be worth trillion by then. Yeah, he be trolling. Motherfucker said a million miles. Guarantee. All right. You don't see. He said he got all them engines. That bitch break down, you better take each engine off. Oh, that's going to be interesting to see, though, man. Because, you know, truck truck is a world of what if. Yeah, that's the fucking, it's a vehicle. Anything can fucking This is the automated yeah. truck or somebody yeah. got to drive? Nah, this one, somebody got to drive, but they, okay. you know, I they eventually. I can see it now. A fucking trucker broke down. That whole know, goddamn engine that know, came you, out that wheel. You know what I learned about from Elon is that people, successful people celebrate their wins and act like their losses never happened. Remember that armored truck shit? He got had? that shit from Donald Trump, though. Donald Trump, all of them. Mm-hmm. Remember yep. the armored truck? Thing. Yeah. And they, they they said the windows couldn't break. Um, yeah. And they threw a rock and it broke the window. <laughs> he never heard about it again. He just act like it never happened. Yeah. Like so many times we get caught up on losses. Yep. And it, it brings down our spirit. They act like it never happened, move on. But then when you win, you gotta amplify that. Yeah. Because people mm-hmm. only remember what you amplify. Just quiet, <laughs> act like it never happened and move mm-hmm. on. Like that's a lesson because so many times yeah. we let the losses yeah. like just break our spirit. We harp on it, we can't get over it. Just move on, like it's part of the game. America love a comeback story. That's, yeah, a, fact. that's a fact. <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking about Ray J with the glasses. Shout out to Ray J. Yeah, he act like it never happened. What do you say? So you can't break it. So what? Exactly. Same mentality. Yeah. Yeah. Same, <laughs> same mentality. As long as you got more wins than losses, <laughs> that's it. That's cool. I don't care. As long as you got more wins, it's unbreakable. Yeah. Spirits yeah. unbreakable. Shout out to Ray J. Shout man. out to that's, that's what I got. Your beast. I was just with him out in L.A. Yeah. Good dude, right there. Broke him. I don't care. So? So <laughs> what? <Never laughs> it don't matter. Never happened. I'll make a scooter. Never happened. <laughs> Ray J is the culture, man. That's fact. a fact. This motherfucker stay moving the culture. He just dropped that shit at the Versus Battle, that crazy-ass dance. <laughs> yeah. The internet lives forever. Yeah, I won't wish. He said that they was um. I guarantee you used that little, that little fucking thing <laughs> by the end of the year. That little clip. Everybody gonna be hitting... <laughs> when, when, when the check clears. What? <laughs> That's the yeah, they already use it. He's going to capitalize on it. They already use it. Ray J's smart, man. He's smart. Dude. You know he don't. Soldier Boy. Them dudes is geniuses. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They, 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 not play that, they play that role. Yeah. Even with the ramen noodles thing. The next did. night, eating ramen noodles. <laughs> you think, you're thinking that we catching them off guard. It was a whole marketing It was a whole marketing thing. They always play the role of a fool, but a fool can never play the role of a wise man. I went to see Soldier Boy. We went. He, he classically playing. He playing a piano. Classically musical trained, like he's genius level. Right. Yeah. All that stuff that he understands what he's doing. Like, I'm like, yo, when did you learn to play the piano? Like, I'm talking about like Beethoven type shit. So, what was his reason for learning how to or doing? Because just he, he loved when, music. When he got into music, he realized that in order to be like a true musician, he had yeah. to learn all of the aspects of it, not just the rap. So, he produces, everybody knows he produces, but I didn't know he actually played instruments. Wow. Yeah. But he was like playing the instruments, he learned how to read music. And learning how to read music actually made him a much better musician. Yeah, it's crazy. That, that's the duality of it. Like, he's going to play the classical piano, and then the next thing, he's going to be 
Tony how he's gonna build a slide from his bedroom to his pool. <laughs> mm. That's that's part of the genius, right? Yeah, it's just yeah. like he's gonna keep staying relevant. I'm gonna do yeah, I'm gonna skate too. with one sock on. Like I'm gonna be the first person to do it. Like mm. they know how to stay relevant. Even that saying he the first person, it's Everybody, a joke, it's, but it's, it's, it's real though, right? Because right? yeah. now it's like he said it so much, he's branded it. Yeah. So now it's like to say, nah, rage uh Soldier Boy was the first person to do this. Soldier yeah. Boy, like he he that's the way to keep his name relevant. That's a fact. Yeah. You're a genius. Marketing. Yeah, you're a genius. Marketing is everything. Nah, oh, you, gotta gotta you, gotta, you gotta get him. Oh, oh, you gotta get him. Big Draco. Gotta get him. That'd be hard. That'd be hard. What what is the cat? Well, Rashad and Troy. You guys said everybody on the podcast last year It's going good. We did a couple. Of course, we got the truck. We got vending machines. Um yeah. yeah, appreciate that. Yeah, I guess I was some weed in it. No, nah, we was actually. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. shout out to Al Harrington. We interviewed Al Harrington. Oh, word. Yeah. Um, Got on heavy in stocks. Yeah, we stocks. Yeah, real estate with MG. Mm-hmm. Um, he sent us some weed up here. Viola. Viola? Yeah. Powerful. Viola brand. I, I, it was so good. I forgot to tell him thanks. <laughs> hey, hey. Shout out to Al <laughs> Harrington, man. Yeah. It was a good weed. Appreciate it, bro. Yeah, yeah, so that's, we did a couple, like, couple different things. Because it's like, what's the point of our relationships if you're not going to use them? Yeah. Right. Yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy because, like, when we sit down with people and they got an expertise, like, our questioning starts changing. Like, I'll hear how he's asking questions because I know we're about to have a conversation after, like, Absolutely. I think we can do this. Yeah. <laughs> like, when we did our episode, I knew they was going to get a truck. Like, I knew. You I'm know like, yo, wait, this makes too much dead sense. Why are we not doing this? And so the best thing is, like, yeah, we get to learn on the spot. But then we get to have the resource to hold our hand. Like, all right, listen, we're going to do this. It's going to help build our brand. It's going to help build your brand. And people get to watch it. So it's going to inspire them. Like, wait, these, these dudes didn't know anything about it, but they did it, right? Mm-hmm. They, they took action. I would say, like, we jump off the porch because it's like, all right, well, fuck it. We're going to learn. People are going to learn through us. And so it helps both parties, you know what I'm saying? So anytime you hear those type of questions coming from us, it's like, all right, we can do it. Because we know. We know what people want to do. They just got, they need the information. And so, like, this generation, especially this generation, the amount of information that's being given, because we know in the past, like, people just hoarded it. Yeah. They didn't want you to win. It was like, I got it, good luck, figure it out on your own. And now we coming through it like, nah, here's the information, we got it, you can have it too. Let's see how it's all built together. Man, throw some resources out there that you want to lead the people to then. Mm-hmm. Earn your leisure. Earn your first and foremost. First and foremost, yeah. That's, that's, y'all should be watching Market Mondays every Monday. Shout out to you. Yeah, yeah, I should definitely be watching high level conversation. Shout out to my man 19 Absolutely. Keys. Yeah. Y'all should be watching EYL every episode. That's a fact. Yeah. Rants and gems if you watch real estate. Real estate, Cash Cash and Show, mm-hmm. Inside the Vault. Yep. We created mm-hmm. a whole ecosystem. Mm-hmm. Earn your It's other people doing their thing too, but it's like we feel like we took the same model for music. It's like when you hot, you got two choices when you hot. You can just double down and focus on yourself or you can start helping others and grow up. Yeah. And we took that approach. So now it's like, all right, we can produce content. We can have other shows. So it's like, we, we don't rap, so we don't got a record label. Yet. You should. You should. Well, that You'd be, be the coming. best fucking record label owner. Yeah. Because you that, ain't got no interest in that shit. There's talks mm. about, about that. Yeah. Drop so, a song. Fuck it. Well, I'm working on producing a song. And uh. And uh. No, you say you should rap. No, 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 no,
No, I swear to God, you're a champion. Yo, Jimmy, tell these niggas how I used to get down. No, that's, like, yeah, no, that's crazy. I was just about to say that. Literally, I was just about to say Dame, because Dame, my God. I was just about to say, if I'm doing anything, I'm going to beat Dame Dash on the record. Just talk, yeah. just talk, yeah. just talk. Yeah. 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 Just talk. Wait till the remix, though. <laughs> you can show your ass on the remix. Throwing champagne money. Earn your leisure. Another resource they can tap in for anybody that want to, you know, learn about the truck game, you know, goodenergyworldwide.com. Right here. You know, yeah. And we talked about like speaking it, right? Yeah. When I started my company 10 years ago, I was going to go with Good Energy. I was like, nah, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna be worldwide. So I actually named my LLC as Good Energy Worldwide. Yeah, I spoke that. You, you got to get into that solar power too, player. Oh yeah, for sure. No, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you got the name Good Energy. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. We gonna All do time. an energy drink though. That's what we all doing. Word. So yeah, we already got it. Oh, and that's breaking news. Speak on it now. Breaking news. Yeah, energy wrong. drink coming. But um, yeah, GoodEnergyWorldwide.com. You know what I'm saying? We got the uh, complete trucking portal for people that wanna learn how to uh, be, be a fleet owner. We got the Dispatch Mastery course. For the people that's not ready to get a truck yet, yeah. you want to learn the dispatching game. And, uh, you know, the Instagram, I, I give a lot of game. I give a lot of free content. You know what I'm saying? I've been giving game for 10 years almost. And uh, people always be like, look, why, why you give away so much game? Like, you, you give away so much. And I tell them, if you feel like you're giving away too much, you don't know enough. You know what I'm saying? But uh, mm-hmm. Alex underscore good energy, A-L-I-X. Oh, we didn't even yeah. talk about the upcoming recession. Session. This shit gonna it's, drop it's, like an album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like an album. I feel like, like we're in a recession. It's here. It's officially here. I feel like we're in a recession right now. They haven't officially announced it yet, but they will. A recession is two two negative quarters of GDP. So we just about to finish this quarter. So, but the good thing about recessions is that there's opportunities in every crisis. And I feel like a lot of people make their fortunes during recessions. So it's like, you know. A lot of businesses fail, but some businesses succeed. And if you are the business that succeed, that makes you an authority in the space. So now it's like, you know, only the strong survive, right? So if you can survive during the rough times, then when the good times come, you're already going to be 10 steps ahead. And um, it also gives you opportunity to invest. Because, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. like, now the stock market is down, crypto is down, everybody panicking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That nigga bought all the dough. He bought all the dough coins. The dough, he said dough. He got all the coins. He said dough. Every one of them. But yeah, like, we know stocks is down, crypto is down, people panic, and they want to sell, but it's like, this is
Then it goes like, down. Tell him my whole life story. Then no, it, not me. Not me. I got a piece of tack. I couldn't understand it all the way. You got a piece of it. Yeah, I couldn't understand it. That's what. But then it goes from sixty to twenty. Then what happens psychologically? You get so nervous and so rattled. You see your money go from a hundred thousand down. 40,000, you, you, you panicking. panicking. So now you're thinking, mm-hmm. all right, I'd rather lose 60% of my money than all of my money because it's going to zero. And you sell. And then what happens? It goes back up. That's the cycle. That's you don't lose doing. shit till you sell it. Exactly, it's but it's emotions. Yeah. Yeah, There's so many emotions. emotions that come into investing. That's why we always tell people you got to invest long-term, right? Most people want to trade. They want to make money as fast as possible. Mm-hmm. But the same person who hasn't invested, right, when you see companies like Apple, or you see an Amazon at $100, or you see a Disney that's like $98, that's a perfect time to get it, right? Because these companies aren't going anywhere. We already know that, right? If I had to ask you the top five companies over the next 10, 15 years, you're probably going to say Google, Amazon, Apple, Tesla probably be thrown in there. It's a little bit more volatile, but like they're at a discounted price. Like we're the only community that says like, all right, stocks are discounted, let's not buy them. But like when clothes are discounted, it's like, let's run to the mall. Mm-hmm. Right, we do it. Right, I, I, we're, we're so accustomed to being consumers that we don't realize that we can be owners. And so, if we get that, that's what this is about, right? Like our whole movement is like to change that mindset. Like mm-hmm. let's shift from consumerism to ownership. <clears throat> and so, this is the time. Like if the market's down, yeah, there's something that's called the fair and greed index. It tells you like when people aren't fair, that's when you buy. When people agree, that's when you sell. It's kind of like the similar to that clock analogy. Right now, people ain't fair. Yeah. So we should be looking at it like, all right. This is a perfect time to go put money into companies that I think are going to be here long term. And you don't, you don't even have to think about it. Like, you're probably already consuming them. You probably got an iPhone. You probably already shop on Amazon. You probably use Microsoft. Or, like, you're using all these products. So you don't have to even think about it. You're, you're the one that's making these companies have sustainable power over the long term. And you're only supposed to invest what you're not afraid to lose. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. the oldest rule in the book. You only invest what you ain't got a clock. You know, you ain't supposed to invest the money that you're going to need for rent next month, like, period. So that, that way you can just, you don't got to be so emotional with your yeah. decisions. Fact. And it, even in a recession, like even now, like people like, I shouldn't invest in things, but we know when times of inflation or recession, people can invest in commodities. This is something that we talked about like four months ago, like commodities. We know gold is a commodity. We know silver is a commodity. But there's a commodity that everybody's going to use every day that's never going to go anywhere. That's food. Right? And if they're raising prices on food and you can invest in food, wouldn't you? Yeah. Right? That makes sense, right? So, look, if I could buy shares of corn <laughs> or wheat or soy or sugar, right, and we know the prices of those things are going up, it just mm-hmm. makes perfect sense that I should be in, putting my money in those things, especially if inflation is at its all-time high, like it is, 41-year high. And then even bigger than that, because a lot of times people was like, I, I don't have money to invest. This is, like, you got to... You can't really invest without money, right? But that's why we big on business. Like, business is very important to us because it's like now you get a successful business, now you actually have money to invest. So it's like this is an opportunity to start businesses, but you got to start the right business. Like, a lot of times in our community, we start businesses that's not scalable. So it's like barbershops. Mm -hmm. It's like restaurants. We got to do all the work. Yeah, that's yeah. Mm-hmm. it's a job, really. Yeah. That's not you, you trade in one job for another. You're an employee for yourself. Like I, was, right. I, I remember, like I used to be a financial advisor. So um, this Instagram, she had a lot of followers on Instagram, like a million, two million followers. She came to my office and she was talking to me, and she was like, "Yo, I'm in a mall in Jersey, but I'm about to go out of business." I'm like, "Why?" She's like, "I got a clothing store, and they was charging like fifteen thousand dollars a month for a clothing okay. store. It was crazy." Right. And I'm like. 
well, why you got a physical store? It doesn't even make any sense. You're worrying about people stealing from you. You can't pay your rent. You got to pay your light bill. You got to pay employees. You got 2 million followers. But geographically, only a probably 1% of your followers live within a 10-mile radius of your store in Jersey. Now, if you got an online boutique, you could be selling stuff to people in China, in Australia, in New Mexico, California, wherever, with no overhead, right? No store. You can actually just drop ship it, so you don't even got to have a physical warehouse. So that's a lot more efficient. That's a scalable model. Mm-hmm. It's not a scalable model to have a physical location that you're just struggling just to pay the rent. So it's like even the way that we look at business a lot of times, we got to rethink it. Like this is, this is a new day. This is a new era. Make it make sense. It got to mm-hmm. be global. If it can't be global, at this point in time, you got to rethink it. You got to rethink the whole strategy. And everybody got to be getting money on the internet somehow. The internet is like mandatory. You know, and, you know, my mentor, when I met him in 2018, shout out to CJ, I used to do one-on-one consultations. Every month, I would get a, I'd five to six people, charging $10,000 a client, five to six people a month. I'm like, damn, 50000 60000 a month, I'm good. But when I met my mentor, he changed my whole mindset. He like, look, man, yeah, you're doing a good service, but you're only one person. You can't scale yourself. Mm-hmm. So the biggest piece of advice that I got that changed my whole life was, yo, put your information online, package it up, and sell it, and now you can reach more people. So I went from five, six clients a month. I didn't want to take more than that because I didn't want to sacrifice the integrity of my, my service. We put it online, and within three and a half years, we done trained 27,000 people. So, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Real talk. So, like, you got to be online somehow. You know, that brick and mortar, we got to, like, we got to get a part of that. You know what I'm saying? If you, if you do it, you got to make sure you're online too, heavy. Yeah. And I just want to say one more thing, too, as far as he brought up the recession, there's one word that, that comes to my mind. You know what I'm saying? Preparation. Preparation. A lot of people, <coughs> you know, if you, if, if you feel in this recession, if you're going you to go through the motions right now, it's because you didn't prepare. And it's so important that, you know, when you have opportunities, you take advantage of those opportunities. So much money got put into the system in 2020, mm-hmm. right? Well, we seen everybody at, though. We seen them in the malls. Y'all didn't, pre- a lot of people didn't prepare. And I ain't trying to beat nobody down, but a lot of y'all didn't prepare. You thought it was going to be a gravy train the whole time. So now when the situation happens now, you caught with your, with your, with your pants at your ankles. Where, you, where that money your grandmama gave you? Like when your mama used to ask you that. But that's the crazy thing in life. Like that's just like on any level, street level, whatever. You prepare for bad times during good times. You don't Max. prepare for bad times during bad times. Yeah. Like you know what I'm saying? Like you gotta yeah. prepare for mm-hmm. bad times during good times because you know it's gonna come. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta know. Yeah. You know gotta know. Anticipation for precipitation stack chips for a rainy day. Right. We've seen the Tomorrow. highest rates in trucking. In the last six months, five, six dollars a mile. I had, I've been in the game 10 years. I've never seen rates so high before. But even during that time when everybody's making 10, 15,000 dollars a week with their truck, I was telling them, like, yo, chill. Like, make sure you stack your bread. Make sure you, make sure you mm-hmm. create an escrow account and put it away. Because it ain't going to be like this forever. And the ones that listen, fuel prices went up. They chilling. They coasting because they... They got that stash. So again, how you prepare during the peak season will determine how you survive during the slow seasons. That's a fact. That boy good. (laughs) That's a fact.
<laughs> I fucking told you. <laughs> In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. When the NBA championship is on the line, every pass, every shot, and every dribble is immediately, undeniably consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, real blood, and real tears. Trust me, I know what it takes to bring home a championship ring. The regular season is tough, but these games are a completely different level. Now is the time when legacies are made. The best team will bring home the Larry O'Brien Trophy and add their name to basketball history. Will we see a battle between marquee franchises or will we see a new champion crowned? Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year? Their year. These are the moments of unscripted, pure entertainment that only happen on the hardwood. You've waited all season for this. It's time to take it to the next level. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. AT&T connects and ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the driving to work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Moments like my daughter telling me a new joke mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer, or MBC, which is breast cancer that is spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, Palpocyclib. Ibrance 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR-positive HER2-negative NBC as the first hormonal-based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrance and visit Ibrance.com. Ibrance may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrance may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrance, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Got my PrevNAR 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us, wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk, get vaccinated. But but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. 
Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar 20. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar 20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. Yeah, man. The game is changing, man. So this yeah. be a teacher lesson right here. You know what I'm saying? You're going through it. We're going, we're going to get to the other side. But just remember how you feel right now with everything. If you if you're getting affected by it, know how you feel right now. And when, when that opportunity comes, stop playing, man. The last you know? time we was here, we was talking about investing. And we, we gave you the stocks. Did, you, did y'all pull the trigger on them? He did. He ain't even texted to say thanks, guys. <laughs> what you told him? What you say? Jump on. He don't like me telling. Him. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk after. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Every time y'all post some shit, I go watch that nah, shit. Nah, oh, yeah, always man. Right. That's right. Yeah. What's the What's the number one area that motherfuckers ain't looking in the stock market that they should be? I always ask that to anybody who know a little guy. I just gave you the agriculture right agriculture. now. Agriculture, sure, because we're not we're not really th- we're not thinking of it, right? Yeah. Most people look at tech, but like when tech has a, a fall like it has, right? A correction, a pullback, a recession is, is here. Thirty yeah. percent pull downs. It's like, all right, well, where do we go now? We only know tech companies. Because right. tech can be affected by, uh, you know, product materials, all that type of shit. Motherfucker yeah. Yeah. Interest rates go up, yeah. right? It's going to cost you more than out to have the labor. It's going to cost you more to do parts. The supply chain issue doesn't help, right? Mm-hmm. That's yeah. probably the number one issue right now. Obviously, what's happening in Ukraine affects it. But all these things, like, you need to know all the sectors, right? And so when we think about uh, medicine and healthcare, right, we know that we just came out of a pandemic. We know the people are trying to push this vaccine. Somebody's making it. Somebody's bottling it. Right, all these other there's so many. There's 11 sectors. Pick two or three, maybe four, and find a, the best two or three companies inside each sector, mm-hmm. and you're gonna have yourself a nice portfolio. Right, so go with what you know. If you know tech companies, go with that. If you know industrials, go with that. If you know consumer discretionary, yeah. go with that. Right. If you know healthcare companies, go with that. Look at the top two or three in that that, that sector. Mm-hmm. All right, these are the leaders of the sector. All right, these are the companies I probably should look into. I hope y'all don't let that go over your head. He just broke it down yeah. and made it so simple. Yeah. On how to make your decisions on what you buy. Yeah. You got and you got to attack like even Wall Street Trapper at the beginning of, of the pandemic. I called him and I'm like, yo, whatever you're doing with content, double it, do more, do more content, because it's like even like war. If you think we're talking about Russia, Ukraine, you talk about war. Like generals don't attack when armies are strong. You attack when they're weak. So it's like when the economy is weak, that's when you should attack. Like yeah. that's when you should be going crazy. When the economy is strong, you still got to do work, but you don't have the same opportunity. When everything is down, that's when you can actually go crazy. And that's mm-hmm. what we did. Like, at the beginning of the pandemic, we started to show Market Mondays went crazy. Like, we just, we just started doubling down on content because everybody was home mm-hmm. and they had nothing to do. And not only did they have nothing to do, they didn't really have no money. And then they got money from the stimulus. So now it's like, you got money, you got nothing to do, you need to know what you, to do with your money, mm-hmm. and you got time. So now everybody started doubling down on our content. So we didn't know that the pandemic was coming, but we was in prime position. Mm-hmm. To capitalize from the pandemic. And people capitalize too. So like a lot of people listen to the information, they execute on it and they made money. And so now they're looking at it like, wait, 
I have more money than I've ever had in my life. And so that's what it goes back to that point when you become, when you take advantage of a crisis, you become the authority in the space because you're giving the information. And now we don't even have to say it, right? People like, yo, I just listened to these dudes and I made this money, yo, you gotta listen to them too. And so the word of mouth becomes like, oh mate, they become the authority in the space of how we should be investing. And you gotta be able to flip your product multiple times. So it's like from, from I, look at, I look at business like, like a tree. It got a lot of different branches on it, right? So it's like they always say you need seven streams of income. People get discouraged because they think you got to have seven different businesses or seven different jobs. And it's like, who has time to do that? But it's like, for us, like we started Earn Your Leisure, right? So that's a media company. We produce podcasts. And you look at podcasts, like podcasts is free. How do you even make money from mm-hmm. that? But you know how you can get ad revenue from audio, but you can also get ad revenue from YouTube. But that's only the baseline beginning. So now it's like, all right, now we can actually sell merch because we got to wear something like how y'all wear y'all clothes we wear our clothes all the time so it's like right, now we can sell merch that's one way and then it's like the, the podcast is free but that's still kind of like I like to say it's like public school where we just saying information right so now what if we create a private school experience so now we create EYL University and that's a paid subscription, but that's a small Zoom class, and people get to ask questions, and we do group activities. So now it's like, now we actually holding your hand. So now if you want the public school, we're going to teach you for free. But if you want a more higher-level education with your hands held, now we can do EYL University. So now we got that, right? So then it's like, all right, people like this. Let's take this show on the road. So now it's like, okay, now we can actually start doing events and start touring. So now we do shows. And we talk about InvestFest, but now we got a festival, right? Mm-hmm. So now it's like that. So, and it's like, okay, now we got this good. We could produce content for other people. So now we start producing shows for other people. So it's like, that's a lot of different things that we're doing, but it all centers around one thing. Mm-hmm. So it's not like we reinventing the wheel, redoing, mm-hmm. trying to create all these other different businesses. We just, once we mastered one business, we just do a branch, yeah. mm-hmm. branch off. So now it's like EYO Kids, yeah. EYO University. EYO trucking, right. EYO vending machine. Yep, yep, like you know yep. saying, these are all just branches off of the mother shit, which is earning your leisure. Yeah. I can give you another example if you want. I started my trucking company. I got my trucks. I said, okay, cool. Let me create something else. It's called diversifying within your own industry first. I started a dispatch service. I started accepting trucks that we could dispatch for, 10%. Right? Then we dropped the course. Then I'm like, shoot. Let me create something that my students can benefit from. We're doing a truck parking lot. Guess who's going to fill that parking lot up? My students. I got over 27,000 students at the clothing line. That's five different streams of income in one industry. You too short? You need one more? Two more? Yeah, come out with something else. Come out with a... You got to come out with a hundred. Yeah, man. Nah, but that's what it's about, bro. And like I said, it's not even just, you know, it's really just a form of education. And I feel like just even us having this conversation is education. It's not education like going to school and learn. They might be smoking, they might be drinking, they might just be having fun. But in the course of them having fun, being entertained, you might actually be able to learn something and you can mm-hmm. actually implement it. Like, that's how I learned from rap. So it's like when I'm listening to Nip and he's talking about I'm integrated vertically, like he's talking about a lot of different things, but while he's saying that, and I'm like, okay, what does that mean? Then I'm looking at Apple. Like, how does Apple integrate vertically? Then I see what he did with the Marathon store. So he's dropping gyms, he's dropping business gyms inside of the lyrics and it's like, it's decoded. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so now it's a, it's a new form of education that's entertaining. Yeah, so now it's like, like you look at everything. Entertainment, yeah, exactly. That's what I said. That's what y'all doing. 
Yeah, yeah, for sure. We went yeah. to London. You know, it's crazy because we do different events, and then it's like you just gotta keep pushing the limit. You gotta keep pushing the limit. So it's like, all right, let's go to let's go overseas. And we know that London's our like second biggest market outside of America. Well, Nigeria is actually bigger. How'd you find that out though? Analytics. analytics. Studying Talk analytics. about that. Like, yeah. People don't know about that. Yeah, I mean, studying analytics. So, like, you know, when we, we do podcasts and this charts, we got to study, like, wait, we're charting in these places. I never even knew that people listened to it. We didn't, they don't even speak the language. And so I got to go look at who's listening, how long they're listening, studying analytics from a viewership standpoint <laughs> and studying from a relationship standpoint. It's two different things. And so once we get the analytics, it makes easy decisions. And so we treat it like hip-hop is really our biggest influence. And so if you think about it, when an artist goes out to do pop-ups or in-stores, like what they used to do, they had to look at where they were selling. And so when they would, all right, well, we got some audience in Chicago, let's do an in-store in Chicago, let's sign some autographs, let's take pictures. And so we treated it the same way. <laughs> when we started rolling with the podcast, we like, right, where are they listening at? Oh, Atlanta, all right, well, we gotta do something in Atlanta. LA, all right, well, we gotta go see, it. everything was for free, we just wanted to spread the reach and see how far the people were listening to us. And so Chicago became a place, Houston became a place, and then internationally, like I said, it's a worldwide topic. So Jamaica became a place we had to go. My whole family's from there. They were listening. We came number one in there. We were number one in DR. We were charting in Nigeria. We were charting in Kenya. So it was like, all right, the analytics are telling us where we need to be. Mm-hmm. It's also going to tell us where we can also grow, right? So it's like, all right, well, we're big in Nigeria, but are we big in Ghana, which is, you know, a neighboring country? All right, well, that might be a place we, can, we need to attack next. Once they see us come to Africa, it's like, oh, Wait, they came to Africa. Wait, how come y'all didn't come to Ghana? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, that'll be the next stop. And and it's like you know, from uh, like we spoke to like this big, big billion dollar company, and they like, yo, let's let's do this for you. And, and I'm like, well, what can you do for us that we can't do for ourselves? And they're like, well, we can tell you like your major cities. I'm like, you can't tell me my major cities because we already went to all the major cities. We looked at the analytics, we paid for it ourselves, we did free events there, we tested the water. If we didn't get a good turnout, that means we need to double down. If we got a good turnout, that means we can do a paid event. We did this for three years before the pandemic we was doing this. So it's like, you're trying to tell us that you can tell us our major cities, but we already know the major cities. So going to London, that was a test run where it was like, on paper, it looks good, we see the numbers, but you never know, especially over, overseas, you never know. So it was like, all right, let's go out there and let's do a free event. Free event, right? So we did a free event, networking event. Spot held 300 people. It was like one of the, the biggest clubs in downtown London, like a vibe. And it was 2,500 people that showed up. So 2,200 people on the street. And mm-hmm. it's, it's in the winter, so mm-hmm. it's freezing outside. Mm-hmm. And they stayed the whole entire night. And it yeah. was crazy because it was like the bouncer was telling us, like, yo, we'd never seen nothing like this. And it was mm-hmm. like, yo, they had secret service police because they're not used to that time. It was all black people in central London. Mm-hmm. That's like unheard of. Like, you know what I'm saying? So it was crazy. Mm-hmm. And from doing that, it caused such a frenzy. And the word of mouth got so crazy that we got something. I can't announce it yet. Not but yet not they yet, offered please. us something out there. While we were there. And then the crazy <laughs> thing is, like, you just got to take chances. Like, even we went to um, Egypt. Mm-hmm. And Troy, he told me, he was like, yo, I don't know if you know, but Nigeria is our second biggest market right now. I'm like, word? He's like, yeah. I'm like, all right, let's go out there. We didn't have no plan or nothing. Really, that's how the conversation I'm was. I'm like, we got to go. So we booked, it, we booked it. We went out there. We met with, we uh, interviewed David O. Mm-hmm. One of the biggest artists Davido. in the world. Davido or Davido? Davido. Davido. They call him Davido. Oh, whatever his name is, Davido. Davido. Yeah. Okay. We interviewed him. We did a networking event. We did so much stuff. 
And it's like with no idea, just like just go out there yeah. and we just gonna figure it out when we go. So I feel like doing that, pushing the boundaries, right? Like what started as a podcast turned into a worldwide media company, right? Exactly. And it's like you gotta go to different places because <clears throat> people wanna see you. And you'd be surprised, like how many they like, damn. Just for you to come out there, if they're just appreciated. Mm-hmm. They appreciate mm-hmm. it so much. Like you took the time to come out here. Nobody. Man, comes out say here. less. We're going international. Let's do it. Let's do it. They keep asking us. Hey, y'all been to London? No. Oh, you gotta go. You have oh, we to. Gotta it's gonna be crazy. Toronto, to London. Toronto's incredible. Yeah, 85% is all over the world. Well, here we come, man. London, definitely London should definitely be one your, on your first stop. I'm telling sure. y'all going to get so much love out there. Yeah, I already know. It's going to be yeah. amazing. Africa it's going to blow your mind being in another country, getting yeah. that love, too. You know what I'm saying? I ain't been out the country in a little minute. Yeah. About two summers. Yeah. Got to do it. Got to go where you celebrate I know, but the last time I went out the country, I was like, I'm going to stay in, in America for a little minute. <laughs> <laughs> I never say. I just, it was... Which way? Bro, when I got back to America, I was like, whoa! What country? Where, where, where'd you go? That's, that's Shit! The key, that's what the country, key question. What country yeah. you go to? I went to Kuwait. Okay. Went to Kuwait? Really? Hell yeah. Like a cruise? Like with the, with the military? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, that's okay. why. I went to Kuwait. I went to Kuwait. You're on a different mission. Military thing. I had some shows out there. Did some shows? Yeah, I went to Kuwait. But that Dubai shit really made me say, I don't want to stay in America. Nah, Dubai the best country in the world. You said Dubai made you want to come back? You couldn't smoke. Shut up. Because you couldn't smoke. It ain't the best country in the world. It's not. Why you ain't like it? Because you couldn't smoke? Nah, because them motherfuckers is on one over there. Too strict? Nah, it ain't too strict. I just, I didn't, I didn't didn't fuck with the vibe. Really? Yeah. I ain't been out there yet. Everybody I spoke to said that they love it. You gonna love it. I was just there three months ago. (laughs) You gonna love it. Bring them outfits with you. <laughs> Three very months ago, though, very it was it was amazing. It's so it, it, much. You know, shit, you know what I noticed? So the much shit that people ain't even gonna tell you that you gonna see over there that's gonna fuck with your head. Like what though? Yeah, I'm curious. I was just there. I'm curious. You'll see. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want you. You know what I noticed though? To discourage your opinion. You know what I noticed? So it's not about where you go sometimes. So it's who you with. Always. Too. It's always who you with. You know what I'm saying? So. I'm just saying that everybody has their own likes and preferences and shit. I prefer some other shit. What you what 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 country did you go to where you was like this is a vibe? Um, Curacao. Okay. Against some random ass country. That shit. That shit was so fun. There wasn't nobody on there. Nobody on there. Yes, it was. Only man. Just in there smoking by himself. Andrew Jones, right? Andrew Jones from Curacao. Yeah, yeah. Curacao. I loved it over there. That shit beautiful, man. But you never touched Africa. We went to this Africa. club that was on the side of a fucking mountain or some shit. It was like an outside club, but it was like, it was like it was in like a a mountain or some shit. That's and hard. then it was like you go to the other side of the club, like you walk through the mountain and shit, and then it's just the like side of the ocean, nigga. Uh, you just, just like right there. You just like, fall off the cliff. And the water clear as far as you can see, man. Like all the love. fucking way out there. But you've never been to Africa? Nah. Not yet. Not yet. Uh, I'm going though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We're going on my list. Mm-hmm. We should make something happen. Yeah. Yeah, let's do that shit. Yeah. Yeah. 85 South Tour. Man, that's what I'm The international tour. <laughs> Let's drop that shit. Let's, do it. Let's pick up some fucking 10 places and just go do that. That's a fact. I'm dead serious. 
Uh, I want to do like some. Um, Earn your eighty-five percent. We need to do some events, man. Like one that's of the, what we're gonna like call it. Like, uh, <laughs> weekend getaway, <laughs> some shit, man. Take a dope I got ass an idea. I got an idea. I'll tell you. I'll tell you about it. Yeah. I got an idea. Getaway. Cause that's what it's about too. It's not just about finance with us. Like we started with finance and business, but it's about expanding the brand. Right. So like we about to do like a big basketball game mm-hmm. in, in New York for like high school kids. Like sports is something that we really want to get into. Bring AAU team. back. Yeah. yeah. We, so like you know what I'm saying? Like just doing different things, the fashion, doing different stuff where it's not just us drilling business in your head all day. Like people heard it, they heard that, and if they want that, yeah. they can get it. You know what I'm saying? But we want to just have fun with it as well yeah. and expand, work with people like yourselves that's just killing the game and just, you know, see how we can help. So we gotta do that drug dealer fashion show. Very important. Yeah. Very important. We'll talk about that. <laughs> got something coming. We got something cooking. That's yes. dope. Yeah, we got something cooking. That's a big market right there. Yeah. <laughs> Anything else y'all want to drop on them before we got there? Yeah, I just want to talk. Um, so we got, I know we're in Atlanta, so we got Invest Fest mm-hmm. coming up. Okay. Yeah. Now, what is that specifically? Invest Fest. So it's August 5th through the 7th. And the idea was like, once again, just thinking outside the box. Like, you always hear about music festivals. Coachella, Rolling Loud, Made in America, Roots Picnic, all these music festivals. But I had never heard of like a finance festival. Conferences, you hear conferences, a lot of things of that nature, but I haven't heard of like a finance festival. So I'm like, how can I take the best aspects of a festival, but then add the education in it? So last year was the first year, this year is gonna be the second year. So it's like food trucks, it's game, got a VIP night with musical performances, we're gonna have T-Pain there, like, this is gonna be a vibe. And, and it's like... Vendor Marketplace? Yes, Vendor Marketplace, just like Essence Fest. So we like just looked at different people was doing and was like, oh, I want to do this, I want to do that. So now we created what's called Invest Fest. And it's like I said, it's August 5th through the 7th in Atlanta. And um, it's a three-day of education, entertainment, fun. Ross going to be there, T.I., mm-hmm. Steve Harvey, Alex, his whole crew. Yeah, shout um, to the Circle CEOs. The Circle CEOs be there, Charlamagne. So, yeah, so it's like where you can actually learn but in a fun setting. Meet people, we're gonna have after parties. And the, the idea is to like keep growing and growing it to the point where it becomes like as big as Essence Fest, where it's like that weekend, it's just a bunch of unauthorized things happening, like a bowling alley, like this is happening. Like, you know what I'm saying? Where it's just so many people just coming into the city. And that's how we really build too. It's like, you know, think about how much money that can generate. Mm-hmm. It's already generating the city of Atlanta a lot of money. Like even last year, my barber, he was like, he flew from New York and the ticket prices was like $900. And he's like, he called like, why? He's like, yo, a lot of people flying down for this some, some reason this weekend. So mm-hmm. we actually inflated the ticket prices last year. So it's going to be bigger. Like this year, we're looking at 10,000 people in a Georgia World Congress Center. So. Yeah. Yeah, so go that's to investfest.com, get your tickets. Um, and it's a vibe, man. Like I said, that's what it's about, right? Just thinking outside the box, seeing how you can just expand, seeing how you can just keep growing, keep growing. And it's like everything that somebody is doing, is nothing is too big. Because it's like I look at Coachella and people be like, people don't even think that that's possible, but somebody had to do that. Mm-hmm. Somebody had a vision, somebody put it together. So it's like if somebody did Coachella, why can't we do something just as big as Coachella? You know what I mean? So if something is already done, that means it's possible. Somebody went to the moon, somebody went to Mars, that, that means that it's possible. And even if somebody didn't do it yet, somebody has to do something eventually. So if you're the first person to do it, it's like you really can't lose because you just learn from your experiences. So that's what we did with InvestFest, put up our own money, leveraged our relationships, got the talent. People looking at it like, it's crazy. How you do that? How you get all of these 
A-list celebrities, Steve Harvey, Tyler Perry. Like, how you get these kind of people, Rick Ross? And it's like, it's through relationships. Yeah. It's just through, like, you know what I mean? Being a good person, honoring your word, establishing relationships. And you can do something that Ticketmaster can do. Like, you don't got to be this big billion-dollar corporation to do that. A lot of times we minimize ourselves and we think that we just talent. And it's like, let let them handle the business and we can just be the talent. Now we could be the talent and the business. Yeah. And it's, not about, and it's not about us, which is key, right? Like, yeah, we organizing it, but it's not about us. Like, somebody hit me the other day, they're like, why isn't your name first on your own flyer? I'm like, because it's not about us. It's about the people we bring in, right? We don't know who the CEO of Coachella is. If, you didn't, if I didn't tell you, you wouldn't know, right? You, Made of America, I've never seen Jay-Z's face on Made of America, but we know he threw it. You see what I'm saying? So we just taking that format where it's like, let's celebrate the people. Let's bring all of the best in their space. And let's have them all come together to celebrate community. You know what I mean? So that's what it's about, man. Lifting up everybody at the same time. Well, there you have it. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man. We definitely appreciate y'all stopping through and dropping some game on us. Appreciate you having us, man. Appreciate, Boy, y'all, man. appreciate you coming through. For, you know, yeah, real quick, real quick, can shit. I just say one thing? Because I saw you bring up the Capri Sun. And the last time we was here, we was here with uh, Trouble. So I just want to say, rest in peace to Trouble. Uh, we shot our last episode with him. Yeah. When we was at 85 South. That was the first episode. Yeah, so yeah, he, he shot his episode, episode right before, so we got to watch him and really, like, like all right, this dude is funny. That's the first time that I ever... Yeah. I didn't know who he was. That's the first time I saw him, and he was talking, and he was so country, I, I couldn't understand anything yeah. that he said. Chico, yeah. Chico, Chico was the translator. Everything that he said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, man, rest so in peace. To that piece brother, of his and the crazy thing about that is that episode never came out. Yeah, because the audio, yeah. that, cause no, our, our, our episode didn't come out either. Because yeah. the audio never started. Yeah. yeah, but we was definitely here with him when we heard the news. We were like, damn. Yeah. So yeah, rest in peace to him and condolences to his family. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Keep on trucking, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> it ain't going nowhere. I'm going to keep. You might jump back in there and throw some miles on the road. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I just, my goal is just to show people how to do it the right way the first time. Yeah, it's definitely yeah. A, a lucrative. Uh, and yeah, when it's done right. Industry. When it's done right. It got some challenges. It can get costly. Yeah, for sure. Once you get, get to spending that bread on them trucks. Right. I'm tires, tires kill you. Yeah. We got like five flat tires. And I'm like, what the hell are you putting in these tires? <laughs> yeah, it's, not that big. It's, yeah. it's that, it's that 80,000 pounds that you holding, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, even with tires, you got to make sure that they aired up in the same PSI. All the way around. They got to be all equal, you know what I'm saying? And um, I just want to uh, shout out to the circle of CEOs, my brothers, uh, him 500, Mr. Two Weeks Out, New Age CEO, Neo. Uh, we get ready to do something uh, amazing for the city. Yeah, I want to adjust, huh? You ain't say just new AC. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, you know, we five CEOs. We were real friends in real life. We all in five different industries. Yeah, everybody doing well for themselves. And um, you know, besides just helping the culture and teaching the people, uh, we we just know how important impact is. So we we doing something special. I don't know when this episode is dropping because we haven't released it yet, but it's coming soon. Um, we getting ready to do a restaurant. It's uh, the Circle of CEO feeds Atlanta. Appreciate that, but the, the twist on it is uh, it's a free restaurant. Um, we're feeding Atlanta, so basically this would be a restaurant that we're funding that uh, people can just literally go in there and eat for free, and it's going to be some good food. That shit sounds too good to be true. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, sound like rental spoon. It's definitely nah, but you know, it's anybody who's hungry. Yeah, you know, obviously, you know, it's definitely going to help the homeless for sure. But anybody can. Uh, Go in there and eat for okay. free. Yeah, yeah. Um, so um, I just wanted to um, let everybody know we we, we getting ready to do that for Let's the go. city. I'm excited about that right now. Let's go, bro. Yeah. Let's go, bro. Congrats. Let's go. Well, shit, Clayton. 
You ain't gonna feed the city? Hey man, I, I feed them individually. <laughs> <laughs> one at a time. That's one at a time. time man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Y'all can't all come in here. <laughs> but I'll bring you something out here. Got some yeah, Cheetos and water for you. Got, but nah, that's what's up. Yeah, that's gonna be crazy. Here, yeah. Well, look, man, you know, this is not your first time in the trip. Don't let it be your last. Next, anytime y'all in the city, man, just pull up. Just stop so, through here. And likewise, man, anytime y'all want to come on the platform, y'all got to announce me anything, you know, feel free. I'm coming on, man. I got, some, of course. I got some shit to say. Let me chat that episode. Yeah, we came through and then alumni. put them up on game. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was a dope episode. Shout out to Chad. They like, oh, that's what Chad it looks like. Yeah. They always they heard his name before. They like, oh, that's what it looks like. <laughs> nah, bro. I ain't Shut up. Where's Chad? Yeah. I told you, he made so much money. Now he don't gotta come on time. Yeah. Nah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's hard. See, I'm not even coming. He working remote. <laughs> so, that's all, bro. Though. That's yeah. all, bro. For Shout sure. out to the nigga Chad Uber. Shout out to the whole team. What Joe at? Joe here? Hell no. See, they don't come. <laughs> they burned their leisure, I guess that is. <laughs> nah, man, we appreciate y'all stopping through here fucking with us, though, man. 85 South Show. We out of here. Hey, yo. I appreciate y'all. We're going to get it. Oh, oh, sit back now. You did it, my guy. You want to trust Appreciate that. They're going to take some down. Yeah, we're Now I can smoke. In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. Every pass, shot, and dribble is immediately consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, blood, and tears, real legacies. Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? You already know when and where to find these moments of unscripted, pure entertainment. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us, wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk. Get vaccinated, but but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine.
If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. 